him talking. Homipod, Easter, week three, year A. On the road to the mess. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down on me to change my life around. Let the spirit come down. Pope Francis has compared the disciples' journey as similar to our own journey of faith with the Scriptures and the Eucharist. We may arrive at Sunday Mass full of preoccupations, yet the Word of the Lord can still welcome us and rekindle in our hearts the warmth of faith and hope and new understanding of our particular situation. Then, in the sharing of the Holy Eucharist, we can rely on Jesus to give us strength to work through our problems. This is the advice from Pope to follow when we're feeling down or when faced with a challenging situation. Let's begin with our opening prayer from Father Gergen. Lord, Teach us to pray as you taught your disciples to pray. Help us to take time apart to be alone with you. Help us to persevere in the life to which you've called us. Help us to let go of all that which intrudes upon our mind so that we might grow in our love for you forever and ever. Amen. Two of the disciples of Jesus were on their way to a village called Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking together about all that had happened. Now as they talked this over, Jesus himself came up and walked by their side, but something prevented them from recognizing him. He said to them, What matters are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped short, their faces downcast. Then one of them, called Cleopas, answered him, You must be the only person staying in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have been happening there these last few days. What things? he asked. All about Jesus of Nazareth, they answered, who proved he was a great prophet by the things he said and did in the sight of God and of the whole people and how our chief priests and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death and had him crucified. Our own hope had been that he would be the one to set Israel free. And this is not all. Two whole days have gone by since it all happened and some women from our group have astounded us. They went to the tomb in the early morning and when they did not find the body, they came back to tell us that they'd seen a vision of angels who declared he was alive. Some of our friends went to the tomb and found everything exactly as the women had reported, but of him they saw nothing. Then he said to them, You foolish men, so slow to believe the full message of the prophets. Was it not ordained that the Christ should suffer and so enter into his glory? Then, starting with Moses and going through all the prophets, he explained to them the passages throughout the scriptures that were about himself. When they drew near to the village to which they were going, he made as if to go on, but they pressed him to stay with them. 
It's nearly evening, they said, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And while he was with them at table, he took the bread and said the blessing. Then he broke it and handed it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he had vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us as he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? They set out that instant and returned to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven assembled together with their companions who said to them, Yes, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then they told their story of what had happened on the road and how they had recognized him at the breaking of bread. Two disciples who failed to recognize Jesus Christ until he broke bread with them were initially broken themselves. They had given up hope and decided to leave the others behind and head for Emmaus. But on their return to Jerusalem they had become joyful witnesses of hope. What had happened to them on the road to dramatically change their minds? Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I'd like to take a few words and phrases like this from today's well-known gospel and simply ponder on them out loud. So Luke says, they told their story of what had happened to them and how they recognised him at the breaking of bread. The two people who told their story had become what Pope Francis calls missionary disciples. They didn't recognise Jesus on the road, even when he explained to them the passages throughout scripture. Only when he took the bread at table, blessed it, broke it and gave it to them, did they realise who he was. Is this the only time we recognise Jesus? Where are we failing to know him? Pope Francis explains that the gospel story of the two people who met Jesus on the road to Emmaus shows the depth and power of the Holy Spirit's gift of understanding. Believing Jesus was dead, the disciples' eyes were veiled in sadness and despair and they couldn't recognise him. They didn't recognise him even when he explained to them the passages throughout scripture. Only when he took the bread at table, blessed it, broke it and gave it to them, did they realise who he was. Then they remembered how the Lord had explained the scriptures to them, so that they now understood that he had to suffer and die in order to rise again. The Holy Spirit opened their minds and hope was rekindled in their hearts. The second point to ponder is in the upper room where Luke says, they were still talking about all this when he himself stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. 
Does this mean that by talking about Jesus and gathering together, we can enter into his presence? Do we ever talk to people about Jesus outside of church? Or are we afraid? In a state of alarm and fright, they thought they were seeing a ghost. On other occasions, Luke uses the words terrified and startled. Does that mean the disciples didn't really believe that Jesus had risen? Or are they still too afraid to acknowledge that this would mean changing their lives? And is this why we perhaps sometimes doubt it too? But he said, why are you so agitated and why are there doubts in your hearts? In seeing their reaction, Jesus knew they had doubts. How will Jesus respond to my doubts? Where do these come from? Look at my hands and feet. Yes, it is I, indeed. Touch me. Whenever people touched Jesus in Luke, they were cured. For example, the woman suffering from hemorrhage. Power comes from his touch. How can I be touched by Jesus when in need? Where are the difficulties in my life that need to be healed? At the end of the meeting in the upper room, the Emmaus experience is repeated as the scriptures are opened for all the disciples. They are thus able to witness to the death and resurrection of Jesus as the fulfilment of scripture. Pope Francis has compared the disciples' journey as similar to our own journey in faith with the scriptures and the Eucharist. And he states that they are the indispensable elements for meeting with the Lord, especially when we feel like the sad disciples plodding along in delusion, despair and full of worldly difficulties. There was joy so great that they still could not believe it and they stood there dumbfounded. How can I share in this joy of the resurrection? How can we match the disciples' reaction when we see the risen Lord? Francis suggests that we read a section of the Gospel every day and also when receiving communion to imagine it's like being with the disciples on the road to Maius. They heard the word, they shared in the breaking of bread, then they went out as missionary disciples and told their story of faith. Jesus accompanies his followers on the path today and his presence allows the faithful to walk alongside their brothers and sisters who are sad and warm their hearts with the gospel. So can we be like the disciples who are now the ones who had to go out to the whole world and spread the good news? On our modern road to Emmaus, Jesus still opens our minds to understand the scriptures so that we're able to witness that the death and resurrection of Jesus, even today, means that wherever two or three are gathered in his name, the present moment of the risen Jesus comes a living reality once again, just as in the upper room. The Eucharistic celebration is much more than a feast or a memory. Every time we celebrate the sacrament, 
we share in the paschal mystery of the passion, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, in the same way as the two disciples on the way to Emmaus. We can become witnesses to the pinnacle of God's saving action. The Lord Jesus made himself bread broken for us and pours on us all his mercy and love so as to renew our hearts and our lives and the way that we can relate to him and others. Let the spirit